time-restricted eating versus calorie control. What is the best for weight loss? This is a question that I've been asked many a times, and over the years, it's been a very popular topic of discussion. And I think it's time that we repeat the notion around this and actually give you the answer. Now, I have talked about this in the past, but I think it's always good to reiterate and reinforce what the current stance is on this particular topic. So, is intermittent fasting better than general calorie control? Well, let's find out. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And today we're again talking about the, the battle, I guess, between intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating, as some would call it, and general calorie control. Which one is actually better for weight loss, fat loss, whatever you want to call it? Which one should you be doing? All this sort of jazz. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to reinforce first by saying, there's nothing here that I can say that's going to actually be whether what you should be doing because that's dependent on your individual circumstances and assessment needs to be done. Yes, I know, blah, 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 boring stuff, but I got to put that out of the way first. But what it today will be about is answering quite simply the question of is time-restricted eating better versus you know normal calorie control? That's what you'll be able to walk away from knowing. And with that information, you'll be more informed to make a more educated decision on what the future holds for how you are going to approach your fat loss. Because I'm assuming you listen to this because you're trying to lose weight. If not, if you're listening because you're in the future trying to lose weight, or if you just love listening to nutrition, you love listening to me, thank you, <laughs> then then cool, this will give you some information you'll, you'll know. You'll be more informed just the same. But let's actually get into the, the question, is time-restricted eating better for, for weight loss, essentially, than calorie control? Well, no. The, quite, the, the simple answer is no. It's, it's not better. It's just one tool in the toolbox that we can use. Now, time-restricted eating, we're going to talk about that in the, in the case of intermittent fasting. Now, as you would know, potentially with intermittent fasting, what is intermittent fasting? There's all different ways of doing it. There's the 16-8, there's the 5-2, there's the warrior diet, there's anything between that under the sun. Essentially, it's a time where you alternate periods of fasting and eating. In a sense, if you want to be a smart ass like I sometimes can be, you could argue that everyone really does intermittent fasting because you're technically fastering your sleep. But I'm not going to go there. Okay. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be a smart ass today. Let's just say that. We're going to just go on the basis of how it's used in the actual sense of a strategic way during your waking hours of where you consistently try and fast during a certain period of time. Now, if you've listened to my content or watched my content long enough, you would know that I have nothing against intermittent fasting. In fact, I've used it for myself and I've used it for clients in the right way. But that's the thing. It's a tool. It's a tool that can be used in the right way for the right person for the right reasons. And when you do that, it can be fine. 
But the issue with intermittent fasting is how over-exaggerated it is in terms of its impact on weight loss and how it's kind of sometimes seen in some sense as a holy grail of, of fat loss. And that's where the issue lies is because we can't be putting these dietary approaches on a pedestal because the research is very clear that no dietary approach is better than another as long as calories and protein are equated. So it comes down to those basic fundamental controls. Now, does intermittent fasting have benefits for certain individuals more than others? Yes. Some people thrive on it. Some people, depending on their clinical status, might be more beneficial to do it a little bit here and there or whatever it may be. Again, stuff that's very hard for me to answer over a podcast, but just to give you a bit of context, that's what I'm trying to do here. Attention listener, it is Alexa, the sports dietitian, and I'm interrupting my own podcast to say that I do have a free nutrition cheat sheet download. You can grab your own copy today. So if you want to improve your meal planning, make it more simple, learn about macros and really elevate your macro game, well, this cheat sheet will help you do just that. So if you want to grab your own free copy, make sure you go into the show notes below, check out the link, click it and grab your copy today. I hope you enjoy it. Now back to the regular scheduled programming. But is it better than calorie control? Well, the reason I don't like that question, although it is a, is a common question, it's one that came up um, recently and it's uh, you see it in news articles and stuff like that, is because, well, by doing time-restricted eating, the, the kind of benefit of it, how it actually leads, I should say, to weight loss is through its direct, I guess, impact on calorie control. <laughs> so, I mean, calorie control is just a universal law in the sense of if you're trying to, if you're trying to lose weight or gain weight, even if you're not tracking, there will be a level of calorie control over it. If you're losing weight, you'll be in the calorie deficit. Therefore, your calorie control is in the deficit range. If you're trying to gain weight, it'll be in the surplus. So if you're trying to maintain, it'll be maintenance. So time-restricted eating versus calorie control in in the fundamental level, they can be one and the same depending how they're used. Now, again, that's just me being nitpicky. I understand the question. The question is, is intermittent fasting better than just general eating while controlling your calories? And again, the answer is, like I said, no, it's not better. Both of them can work because both of them can lead to a caloric control that's significant and sufficient enough to lead to weight loss. Doesn't matter if you're just doing a diet that you're eating from from get up to uh, to sundown, or if you're just restricting and only eating from twelve to seven or twelve a whatever. It doesn't matter as long as the calorie control where it needs to be. Now, the nuances of all these diets, I'm not going to go into that today. But just at the fundamental level of the question, is it better for weight loss? No. Both of them can work. A traditional calorie-controlled or calorie-counting diet can work just as well as a traditional time-restricted eating pattern. Both can lead to a caloric balance that is sufficiently controlled enough to lose weight. So that's the answer. We don't really have to talk too much more about it because at the fundamental level, to achieve weight loss, you need to have the right caloric control. And as long as the diet achieves that, whether it's time-restricted or traditional calorie control, which I'm assuming when, when people ask that, they're talking about calorie-counting, uh, and yeah, it protein obviously is important. All these other things as well, keeping those uh, you know um, stable and and like for like that will help. You know, uh, as long as they're equated, I should say. But I hope that kind of answers that question because a lot of people think that intermittent fasting is, is so much superior to other diets when it comes to weight loss, and it's not really. It's just that for some people it helps. You know, you cut off a whole chunk of time, and as long as they don't overeat in the time that they're eating. Well, that's a lot less food. A lot less food is a lot less calories. A lot less calories is a lot more weight loss potential. And obviously, a more weight loss potential harnessed and leveraged in the right way will lead to weight loss results that are the thing you're trying to go for. So 
I guess that's in a nutshell what I wanted to say. I'm not going to ramble on too much more. I hope that this is kind of give you clarity around this and a different perspective maybe uh, to understand that it's not just diet versus diet. It's the what is the diet actually doing at the fundamental level? And both of these diets can do the exact same thing for you depending on how it's harnessed, wielded, leveraged, whatever word you like to use. But yeah, that's kind of what I want to share. I'm not going to – yeah, that's in a nutshell – you choose the one that you feel would work better for you. Both of them can work done in the right way and neither is better or worse than the other. Although generally speaking, a more traditional diet with calorie control, there's a lot less room for issues arising than just going into the vast cave of uncertainty that is intermittent fasting because intermittent fasting, there's so many different ways of doing it. You know, a traditional diet, you know, we just eat, you know, three meals, a couple of snacks and keep the calories controlled, blah, blah, blah. Uh, intermittent fasting could be 16-8, which is my favorite way. You could be 5-2, it could be anything else under the sun. So you can kind of get away from you very quickly and you can do a really shit job at it. A lot more easily a shit job than the than the other one, excuse my language. Uh, but then again, calorie counting can also have its issues. And for some people, it's contraindicated. So keep that in mind as well. But yeah, that's it for me today. I hope it's been helpful. hope it's going to be new, a new insight or at least reinforce what you may be worth thinking. Well, quite simply, I hope it's answered your question, okay? It's a very much a question-led episode today, so I hope it's answered that question for you. Any questions about this, or if you do want me to help you with implementing a, a nutrition solution that actually gets you results, then reach out. Let's talk. See if you're a good fit. Go from there. Uh, if not, I hope these podcasts have been helping you. hope it's giving you the valuable information to get you going and give you the right information for the nutrition side of things so you're not stuck in the murky waters, as I like to say. And if you can leave a five-star review, that's also always appreciated. Share this podcast. We can build it up, make it bigger, make it a more impactful for more people. But until then, stay classy, stay safe. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.